0: Welcome to the Live to be remembered podcast, where you'll learn the most effective tools for leaders, communication, and how to succeed at a high level.
1: Welcome to another episode of Live to be remembered podcast. We got our full team back this week. Yes, sir. We got God Prayer therapy, Corey Wooders. What's up, man? We got the floor general, aka okay, supplemental question,
2: mar back, like, back like Jordan wearing the 4-5, man. <laughs> man. Man. They to
1: play games with you. It's to aim at you. Um, first of all, we got... How I know Willie got money. He got active, <laughs> he got active faith on it, and that ain't cheap.
3: Yeah, you know everybody got their stimulus
1: money. One hoodie he got on that's about forty
3: five dollars right
4: there. You got to you got to catch him on Black Friday. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: hey, Active favorite on Black Friday sale. That's a, that's a, that's yes, apparel of the Lord. Man, yes. Man, yes, it is.
4: Well, you got you got to catch him in the inventory getting ready to get low at the end. With, they, with like, like how they do calls. That's when I call them. That's why I ain't got no sleeves on it.
1: <laughs> couldn't afford the sleeves. <laughs> just, nah, do the just sleeves. send it without the sleeves. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, My coach, e. Legacy Man.
0: What's good? What's good, man?
1: Yo, I got a I got a question to ask y'all because uh, I asked earlier I asked some people earlier. Um, which one do y'all hate worse Do y'all hate texting like a person some advice? Like you, and yet here, you like, all right, this joint getting a little lengthy, and whoever I'm sending it to, they ain't really gonna read all of it and comprehend what I'm saying. Do y'all hate that, or do y'all hate giving advice in person and the person keep going off, uh, not what you're saying, but they just keep telling you what they're going through? You giving fire advice, though,
3: they ain't paying no mind.
1: (laughs) Hate is a
4: strong word,
3: man. I think at the end of the day, man people don't want solutions to their problems. because once you saw their problem, then they don't have nothing else to bring attention to themselves. So, mm. but I think to answer the question, I hate typing a whole bunch of advice. You know what I'm saying? And, and just too much. I'd rather just, I don't know. I've dealt with that plenty of times. I don't like either situation, really. Well, I know for me, I
4: hate, I hate texting it because... Uh, we know you I text, hate texting it. I text how I talk. <laughs> I text how I talk. That's a fact. you been to mess around and got You've been to mess around and got you, <laughs> something, but I know he didn't.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, I, I just got to go with Corey said, man. I mean, some people just, you know, they ain't got nothing to talk about. You know, they feel like their life has come to a – to like it's doomsday. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I'd rather not give no advice at all period. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause you ain't going to do nothing with it. You just going to keep doing what you was doing anyway, so
1: yeah, man. I think texting it. I'm fine with texting it, but I hate when I'm giving a person advice in person, and after I'm getting done giving advice, they still telling you what they're going through. I'm like, I, I, I answered
3: that already. <laughs> like, am <laughs> just going in circle. and like, I'm giving, I'm giving you my best material. <laughs> but you know what? They be fishing, though. You know what I'm saying? They're trying to figure out what they can get. So they're going to keep, man, I've dealt with a person like that for an entire year. Gave fire advice to the point they was like, I know you're telling the truth. But they didn't didn't want a solution to their problem because once I gave them the the advice to solve the problem, they had nothing else to talk about and they was going to lose the attention that they was getting by having this issue. And so some people, man, they just want your attention. They don't really want you to solve their problem or giving them advice. That's a fact. That's
0: good.
1: I hate when, uh, when, when you give them advice, they dispute everything that you say. But then, like, fifteen minutes later, they be like, "But you right, though." What did we just wait fifteen minutes for? <laughs> hey, hey, Corey, you ain't gotta be talking about me. You not know gonna hear you
2: though. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you was gonna catch it. <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll say, I don't hate either. I love both because when you solve somebody's problem and advice. For us, we know that's content. So even if they don't take the advice, I'll turn it into a whole message. All right,
0: now.
3: Well, that's, that's, hey, as the pastor was saying, that go to podcast right there. Oh, man. <laughs>
2: that's why
3: I, I, I hate going behind my trade, off, man. <laughs> I mean, cause every time he says, it's like, let me just, I'm going to mute myself right now. Hold on.
1: That's why I tell anybody, if you going to speak, go before he go. <laughs> Get out That yeah. way well, you ain't got to go behind it. <laughs>
0: My boy took off, came back, even more fired up with the content. <laughs> I seen you on the podcast, bro. My boy Trey like, yo.
2: Hey, <laughs> man. They be, they be making me go on rants, man. Hey, bro. Listen,
0: bro. I see it, man. My boy Trey. Said, Hold on. Go back. Let me have a sabbatical. <laughs> you feel me? A nice sabbatical. Boy came back, man. Yo, no than ever, bro. Let's
1: go. <laughs> It took up 45 minutes of the podcast with that. <laughs> All right, man, so let's get into the topic, bruh. So today's topic, we're talking about uh, the unarmed black jogger mm. that, was, that was killed. Mm. I know, you know, I got home. Got on Instagram. All I seen was this picture on everybody's social media. So social media going crazy right now. Um so how y'all feel?
4: I'm I'm gonna go look at his name real quick so we can stop saying call him the jogger and find out what his name really is. It's
3: a mod. I can't, I can't uh, pronounce uh, it.
4: Right.
3: Ahmad. Ahmad. Um, appreciate that. At the end of the day, man, like I believe what happened to that dude one he was racially profiled he lived in the neighborhood and i believe because there is no accountability there's so much injustice in this in 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 this country that you know i'm saying hunting black men has become the new norm for white culture and that's a bold statement but i'm I'm gonna make that statement and i'm just like i'm 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 just infuriated because i'm tired of seeing it man and i'm also getting tired of people who are not of color Speak on people who are of colors issues. Like, what what makes you think you have the, the the like? What gives you the audacity to open your mouth and speak on anything like that? You know what I'm saying? I'm just I'm just tired of seeing it, man. This is ridiculous, man. If, to be honest, but I don't want to go in too deep. I'm gonna let everybody go, but I'm pissed <laughs> off about the situation, man.
4: Yeah, I mean, my, my my point is this, man. We we've seen it time in and time out, but especially when we had a time like this, and we still have the same thing going on. And, you know, even when you don't know the full details, people are going to, you know, put their own twist to it to be like, for one, like, it's in Georgia, and everybody know what Georgia like, you know. And I'm just, when I heard where it was at, I was like, "What well, dang, what are they doing? Like, why, why are they even in this predicament? Like, why, how did they get, like, you know, all the way to this point. But I say this, man, at some point, like Corey said, people have to know and understand you can't say, yes, you have the freedom of speech, got it. But stop speaking on things you have no idea. Like, we, I mean, we just speaking facts. I'm just, whoever listening right now, like, listen, I'm not saying I'm racist or anything. I'm just saying I'm speaking facts. If I get pulled over versus a Caucasian pulled over, it is, it is way different. It is just, it's just different. Why? I can't explain why. I mean, we we know history, but the person that that decides to make the decision to do something differently, I can't. I'm not in their head to say why they would do that. So whatever when i seen the video i seen a young man like was fighting or whatever he's doing and i was just like why are they like i I don't get it like my mind can't wrap my i can't like understand it for the love of me and for anybody that's listening i just need y'all to understand this hurts like it don't it could have it could have been my brother it could have been my cousin it could have been one of y'all that's like, when, when somebody passed away, I don't look at it as just, oh, that's just another person. Like, right? I look at it, that could have been me, that could have been anybody. And that's what makes it hurt so deep and cut so deep, because I think all of us can attest, it ain't just just a random person. Like, we all got nephews, we all got cousins, we all got nieces, and, and, and everything else. But well, we got family members. And nobody, nobody has the right, I don't care what somebody done. nobody has the right to take another man's life. I mean unless you defend yourself. That's different.
2: Yeah, I'll say um welcome to America. You know I, I I hate to say it this way, but like Corey said, man, this is the new norm. I ain't even say it's the new norm. It's been normal in America. Mm. And for the people of the of America who voted for a president that said make America great again it gave them the right to feel like this is how america is supposed to be. You know, I saying this is this is no different than what's been going on for the past, you know, 100, 200 years with black people. It's just the fact that it's masked more better now for people to be able so they they give us jobs, they give us opportunity, but at the end of the day our lives don't matter at all, bro. Our money matters that's it. Our lives don't matter to people. And that is America. Welcome to America. It's It's been like that. So um, it hurts. But at the same time, Corey, I'm used to it. And it sucks, bro. It ain't right. It's bad when you can get on online and a story like this happens every single day to a black person. And it's like, oh, well, dang, another one, another one. It's like slavery, bro. It's like when they was getting off the ship, it's like, okay, more coming, more coming, more coming. Now this this is it, bro. This is just America.
3: Yeah, no, you're absolutely right, man. And and, and it is America. This is the land this is the land we live in. But at the end of the day, it's like how how much more do we put up with this, you know what I'm saying? This 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 type of behavior from people who, who are not held accountable. Because, to be mm-hmm. honest, man, like, if we, if we get real serious, like, if black people really begin to retaliate, it'll be an all-out war. I've seen many, many posts, white dudes doing, like, fighting the law, got knives and stuff, and ain't get smoked at all. They, they were able to be apprehended. You know what I'm saying? And go in and then go to Burger King, get something to eat, and then go get locked up. But we don't get that same opportunity. People say, well, the, the system is broke. The system ain't broke. It's working the way it's supposed to work. The system was never for us, never going to be for us. And these dudes that's out here doing this, man, they know that they ain't going to be held accountable. And with my man who killed him being an ex-police officer, you know ain't nothing about to happen to him. Then they say, oh, well, you just need to forgive your enemy, forgive your enemy. Man, miss me with that, bro. We've been forgiving people, man, for over 400 years. At what point do we say, I'm tired of the MLK approach, man? I'm about to go Malcolm X. At what point? You know what I'm saying? It's like, do we are innocent people out here dying, and I'm like, well, where's the supernatural intervention, man? Mm-hmm. If I'm gonna be honest, like I'm telling you how I feel, where's the supernatural intervention? Not even just with a mod, dudes walking in churches, killing black people. Where's the supernatural intervention? Hey God, hey, where's the rules? Like, no kids, no women, and this is your house. Like at some point you like no I I gotta I gotta stop it. I gotta intervene somewhere, but no we just gotta forgive them and keep moving. I'm past that man. Like something needs to be done, and praying and marching ain't doing it.
4: Yeah, I mean that's and that's and that's true, man. It's just like that's how I feel. Like at what point? Like what point? So this is my thing. This is what I learned. <laughs> For every solution, for every problem, there's a solution. And if there's not a solution, I mean, it's not a problem. And I don't know what it's going to take for us to solve this problem because it has to be a solution. Otherwise, if it's not a solution, I mean, so like he said, if America is just going to be that way, if that's what it is, that's, the,
3: I mean, that's the solution. The solution is accepted, but it can't be because it's a problem. No, I can't I can't accept that, fam. Like well,
4: that's what I'm saying. So so my my thing is what how can we find the answers to this problem when we have multiple I mean it's happening multiple times. I mean, we trying to fight Congress, and that ain't getting us nowhere. So, like, how do we move forward into making it work for us? For everybody not just I want to say us just for everybody like, how, how, do we,
2: how do we fix this problem well here's the thing Willie we're in no position to make that decision because here's the thing what's happening has absolutely nothing to do with us it's right. the mm-hmm. way that right. we're perceived we can't control the way other people view us we right. can't control the way other people think about us it's the way that they were taught to think about it's the way America was taught to think about us we're in no position to change their minds, that's up to them. So, what we have to do is like Corey said, we have to show that we're not taking it, and that's the problem, that's been the problem for so long. And this is the, one of the reasons why people, this is one of the reasons why white people despise Malcolm X. It's because Malcolm X said he didn't say, you know, we're gonna just go all our war on y'all, right? He said right, right. you do this to us. This is what we're going to do back to you. You're going to get a taste of your own medicine. So a lot of people said that, you know, Malcolm X was, you know, uh, a hateful person. No, 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 no. He was only retaliating the energy that was given to his people. For me to be pro black doesn't mean that I'm anti white. It just means right. that I love my people, not that I hate yours. But the difference is, Willie, is a lot of these people are anti black. <clears throat> they mm-hmm. hate you. Mhm. It's not fact why. Of defending the so for, for us as black people, we have to be united. And this is the problem with black people is we don't have true leadership. It, okay. Who speaks for us? Yep. Who stands up for us? Who's going to come up with the plan for us? Even with Malcolm and Martin, we couldn't find a true leader to say, this is what we're doing. So until we become united they're already united. They already hate you. Their family members already hate you. It's been through the bloodline. It's going to continue to happen until we step up and unite and say, nope, we're not tolerating it.
3: And fam, it's so crazy, man. Like, personal experience, even at my job, you know what I'm saying? I haven't even met this person before. Um, they They told me that they was intimidated by me before they even shook my hand. And I'm like, And then they tell me, well, you need to have these radically candid conversations with these people. And I flat out told my man, my coach, I said, man, I work with five white, frail women. You think I can have a radically candid conversation with them and get my point across without them thinking I'm an angry black dude? I said, don't don't come at me with that. I said, y'all don't understand the culture, man. My passion is mistaken for anger every single day. And I'm like, I can't even, simple stuff I can't even do. I got to walk on eggshells. I would be want to run the block in my neighborhood. I'm afraid somebody may say I look suspicious. That would happen with a mob. Every, everybody black is suspicious, man. Mm-hmm. I had a cop. I had a cop when I was younger. Stop me. I, I ain't been outside all day, fam. I went outside to look for my brother. Two police officers stopped me and said, "You look suspicious. Like you've been busting out windows." I'm like, "What in the hell? I ain't been outside." If it wasn't for some older older white lady to poke her head because she knew me from the neighborhood. She said, no, it's not him. He hasn't been outside all day. He's actually looking for his brother. If it wasn't for her, they would have him me up. My skin color make me look suspicious, and I can't change that. But I'm I'm fed up, though, man. I'm tired. And if if dudes start busting back at the law, Hmm. then we have a real issue. But they want us to get beat up every day, arrested, you know what I'm saying? The, the uh, stop and frisk, the thing that was happening in New York, all these things. Like, how much more do we got to put up with? Our life is gone. And some dude get on my Facebook talking to him, well, we don't know the beginning of the story. I don't care about the beginning of the story. My man is yeah. gone.
4: Yeah, can't come back. So,
3: don't you even get on my, my Facebook talking about well, we don't know, all the, all the the facts and all that. The fact of the matter is my man is dead. And, and, and the he video shows he was jogging, unarmed, didn't do nothing. He was shot at before he even got around the truck. Mm-hmm. So I'm done. I'm done with the praying part of it. I'm done with the, the margin part of it. Uh, Jesse Jackson and L. Sharpton, they don't represent me. They ain't no real <laughs> leader. My man got an ultra perm. <laughs> he ain't representing me, man. Just let your soul glow. Like my said, we don't got no real leaders to stand up. All oh, this is a public stunt for them. Yeah. They show up because they get paid to show
2: up. And this, and this it's is the crazy? thing, for, Um When it comes to the black leaders, a lot of people don't know that that a million man march was choreographed by white people. They told them what they would be allowed to do, where they would be allowed to march. And that's one of the reasons why Malcolm didn't want to do it. And that's the reason, what that's the problem with a lot of black leaders is they're still controlled by white people. Absolutely to control what it is that you say, what it is that you do. A lot of that stuff, up. we need raw leaders. And a lot of people, and the raw leaders that we had, they hated the Black Panthers, they hated Malcolm X. Even though they didn't hate white people, they just loved black people to protect us. Those are the type of leaders that they don't want us to have. And those are the people who are shut out. Yep, Man, it's, it's crazy.
4: So you can, I can't <clears throat> I can't imagine what happened to the first black cop that a shoot the first
3: white person, he gonna be indicted. He hmm. going to prison for murder. That's what's gonna happen. And what's sad is these cops sit here. It's the good old boy system. They watch one another be corrupt. And they don't even step step in and do nothing. Because then they run the risk of being blackballed and black sheep in the PD. And so they like I'm gonna turn my back to this. You know what I'm saying? It's like, no, nah, man, enough is enough already. Like, what do we do? We know praying ain't working and we know marching ain't working. What do we do next? And don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not, my shirt even say prayer only, but at what point it's like, Lord, we need you to intervene. We need you to intervene. These are innocent people dying. Do you have any rules to say no kids, no women, woom, woom, this is my house. You ain't doing it. Like, At what point do you say, I'm coming in, I'm stopping some of this mess? And this is what I'm saying, Willie. We talk about how sovereign God is and what he's able to do, right? He allow a lot of stuff to happen, man. And I know free will is a real thing. There's evil people out here. The enemy, he he runs this earth. But when I read in a good book, what God is capable of doing, I need him to step in because we we have not made any progress.
2: We're, we're, How long do we pray for? How long do I pray for, y'all? It's Everything is a manipulation, bro. Even when we stand up, Colin Kaepernick, they say he's disrespecting the military. When he clearly tells you what, he, what he's kneeling for. You know, when we march for the Trey Bar Martin, they clearly make my man out to be a thug, even though we know he's a kid. Right. Every right. Even with somebody getting on your Facebook saying, let me see the whole story, everything is a manipulation and everything goes back to blame us. Nobody else is ever to blame but us. And we accept it and we allow it. And the more we continue to accept it and allow it, they're going to make it happen. So until we able to educate ourselves to where we are, to to we have police officers, people like I'm a correctional officer and inmates ask me all the time, oh, you, you will, you one of them slave masters working for the white man. I said, listen, you got to understand something. Would you rather me be here or would you rather a racist white person be here? Because if a racist white person is the officer, he's going to do whatever he want to do with you. If I'm here, I can talk to you and motivate you. So we need more black police officers. I know black people say F12. You need more black police officers so you can get to more black people and help them and inspire them. We need more black judges. We need black more black people in the House of Representatives in the Senate. We have to start setting the bar higher than just being a basketball player. Thank you.
4: Yeah, that's it. That's it. I think I think that's where that's where the line hits the mm-hmm. road because. We teaching our kids in the hood play basketball, play sports, do this, teach you discipline, and all that good stuff. But there's other things that also that can teach you discipline that will get you on the right path to be something greater than yourself. Like you said, everybody can't be working at McDonald's flipping burgers. Everybody can't be doctors and lawyers. So
3: you got well, to come on, man. man. Is infiltration. When you coming from a when you coming from poverty, bro. Your mama and daddy ain't telling you to be no lawyer or nothing. Hell, they kick you out of they kick you out the house when you turn 18. You got to fend for yourself or go get a job to get up, pay some of these bills. They don't, they don't even have time to be groomed to be a doctor or a lawyer or a judge. I look at my profession right now. I'm a teacher. I don't see not, have none of me in the school. It's a bunch of white kids, privileged, but they, they work with uh, underserved populations. I'm like, how the hell you can't even relate to these kids? But you own ninety percent of you. You take you. You cover ninety percent of that job market. Black people ain't they ain't taught to do that because our mamas didn't do it, our grandparents didn't do it. So hey, it's a generational thing. We ain't taught to be, and we ain't groomed to do that. Is you get a job as fast as you can, so you can make some money and help me pay some of these bills, or you got to go at eighteen. They it's, they meal ticket out of the hood is playing basketball and football. That's why a lot of these little dudes. I watch these little dudes, man they like, if I don't play ball, I'm going to stay out. I'm going to be in the street. And ball don't work for them. But guess what they do? They go right back to the street hustling. They ain't thinking about no doctor and lawyer because that's too many years of school, and they can't even get through high school barely. So it's like... And, uh,
1: I'll, I'll say, and, you know, for, for our kids to, you know, um, become doctors, lawyers, and all of those things, they have to see it. Um, to them, if it's not tangible, they're not gonna do it. That's why if you take any kid and say, Hey, will you wanna go to school? You gonna say Duke, but in their head, they know they can't go to Duke because they never seen nobody go to Duke. And when you start seeing it, when you make it tangible for them, it's like, Yo, when you tell a when you tell a person to stop selling drugs, you can't tell them to stop selling drugs. You gotta say, Look, you going you gonna say if you stop selling drugs, you go get a job. You'll make this much every week, and it'd be legal. You gotta get them a whole another avenue, or you're gonna be like, bro, I'm going back to selling drugs because that's what I know. It's tangible. I can see that. My dad did it. My uncle did it. My cousins do it. It's tangible. I can see it. I don't know no lawyers. I don't know no doctor. But when you don't know them, it's hard to become that because you know what I'm saying you don't see those every day.
4: And that's and that's what Cora was saying. Like being being raised and how we have been raised. I said, I didn't see doctors in my neighborhood. I didn't see lawyers in my neighborhood, you know, and we are in a different area right now, in an era right now. And I say that because I put myself in position to travel the world. So if I have the opportunity to change what my kids see, what other kids see, like, it's up to me. It, like, it's up to us. It's like, I, I've took kids that's in the hood and brought them to my D1 school on my own dime. like It meant that much to me because they right here don't even know that this school is less than a mile away. And I just brought 10 kids to just watch a D1 basketball game. And all of them yelling they wanted to come D1. not realizing they got a school right here in their backyard that they can come to. But it took me to be that gap person to be able to show them something different for them to see at West Point they seen the very first black superintendent that's ever held that position as a three-star general. So now them kids just realized it was like, man, I just met a three-star general in the in the military army that I did not know exists. Cause like I said, in the hood, when you said military to me, I thought, I mean, you go on the front line, you are you go, you gonna go die, it's suicide. That's what I thought. I didn't know they had jobs, like any other job that you can have, being a <clears throat> you know a nurse or. No, a, a or an electrician or IT. I'm like, man, they got that in the
3: military? Like, All I thought was You're just shooting up people. But, li- but, but listen, until that happens, until we get a black elected officials, until we get black judges, black police officers, what can we do about these laws killing these black people, man? Latino and black people are dying at a pace so fast. It's almost like genocide. What do we do? The, because I'm telling you right now, I, I don't see no leaders, I don't see no church leader stepping up saying
2: nothing. No, of course. You know not. what I'm saying? The, the I, first, I don't the, see that. The, the first ahead, thing, Corey, as um I and I, I, I hate to sound old school when I say this, but we gotta we gotta get out and vote. We gotta get out and vote because there are people that can help with these type of things, but they're just not getting the vote. One thing white people are doing, one thing them racist people are doing, they're going to vote. Absolutely. Yeah. Make, make, make no question about it. Black people always say I'm not going to vote because my vote doesn't matter. This is when your vote matters. If your yeah. vote if you feel like your vote doesn't matter, then you comment on these type of um incidences, it ain't gonna matter either because the people that you didn't vote for don't have a say so in, in convicting these people. Right. So, and just to go back a little bit. I understand what you guys are saying, that people need, the kids need to see somebody in those positions. There is another avenue, because this is why y'all know I'm a black history person. Teaching black history is so important, because I bet you there's so many kids that are sitting down watching this Michael Jordan documentary, and they saying, I want to be that. They don't know Mike. So right. we have to teach about the third good marshals. We have to teach about the Barack Obamas. They came from those these type of places and ended up in those type of positions. So we have to be able to instead of having your kids sit down watching film on Michael Jordan, have them watch CNN, have them watch you know some of this stuff. It, it can be it can't happen because this is the thing. Even though we don't have people in these positions, we have to plug people in these positions. We have to start filling in the gaps. And that's the only way change is going to happen to the future. They do it in like like the army do it. You might send somebody and they be raised in Russia just so you can figure out what Russia's doing. People in America, there, there are people in America that's been raised here who are terrorists and they're learning the system. You got to get in there and learn the system. The only way we're going to change things is by infiltrating the system. That's the absolutely only way.
3: That's, and, that's, and that's major facts. And, and I'm going to say this, and it's probably going to bust a lot of people in the head. Uh-oh. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> this is my thing, man. And, and, and what pisses me off about our people, too, they, 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 they help perpetuate the situation by posting trash on Facebook of us fighting one another. I saw a dude bust this black dude in the head with a pole five times. I'm like, why you post that? Black Lives Matter when somebody white smokes you, but when you're doing it, it's cool. They already see us as ravenous wolves, savages, and then you go in there and you give them a reason to say they're wild by what you what you post. We got ignorant people narrating the black culture yeah. by what they post, and I'm tired of it. And I'm like, into you y'all pull it together. We gonna always be. They if, look if they killing us and we killing us, it ain't gonna be no
0: us." That's it. That's it. Wow. Yeah, bro, and I. I think that it all goes back to you know because a lot of us the way that we was growing up we never like all we knew was the way out was sports it wasn't ever like you know be a doctor be a lawyer but that's because we wasn't around that right and i feel that if it is in your if it is a generational curse then you need to be the first to break it you feel what i'm saying and you know people say you know how long is this going to happen i mean yo our ancestors went through slavery like and that you think this is bad <laughs> If we made it through slavery, we definitely could make it through this, right? But again, it, it's, it's a team. It got to be collectively, right? Like, it has to be collective. Like, you got to go out and vote, right? Protest. Like, I don't, I don't believe that Malcolm or Dr. King were wrong. I think they were both right in their point of view. You know what I'm saying? But guess what? The word of God is clear. Like, how, to, how can two walk together unless they agree? You feel what I'm saying? There's power in numbers. So I just feel that, man, like, in order to change the world, we in order to change america from the black perspective we have to understand who we are we have to understand because if you look at it man a lot of people like in different counties won't vote for a black you know mayor because they don't like that individual you're already messing up the flow bro right like you don't even give people enough time to be a police officer you see what i'm saying now? i promise you, you go through every single hood you already know there's like five liquor stores on each corner you go to a you go to a a white neighborhood <laughs> liquor store what miles away. You see what I'm saying? And that's one of those things, like, we have to be able to see ourselves as valuable. Because if you don't see yourself as valuable, then damn sure these cops ain't, these cops ain't gonna care about you, right? So, you know, I know that a lot of us are pissed off. I know a lot of us are dealing with things. I know a lot of us are kind of, you know, um, you know talking to God and like, God, why this? At the end of the day, bro, I'm gonna be real, man, like, you got free will. You can't, like, if you, have, if, you, if you have in your mind that you want to go kill a black person or a black person want to kill a white person, at the end of the day, yeah, that's your free will. You see what I'm saying? And it's, it sucks. It do suck. And it hurts. But at the end of the day, God's not going to force anybody to do something that they don't want to do. But again, right, that, like, goes back to the church. Some people are not being equipped enough to understand that kind of stuff. And it's crazy, bro. I see all your point of views. I love this, man. That's why I'm just quiet, man. I'm just sitting back and being educated, man, because I believe that in order to break the cycle, we have to be the first to do it. So if you're listening to this right now and you're like, yo, you know, sports are the only way out. Maybe you have a relative who's a lawyer. Maybe you have a a, a relative that's a police officer. Maybe you have a relative that's in, you know, the army, not just, you know, in the front line, but actually probably doing other things you gotta be exposed to what you wanna change. and If you're not exposed to it, you ain't gonna change it. You see what I'm saying? So, man, yo, this, this is really good, man. I'm just sitting back, so you guys can keep going,
2: man. Really- I,
3: I, wanna, I wanna jump in on what you said, Will. You, so you said, you know, we survived slavery. You know what I'm saying? And I, I'm, I'm gonna go out on a limb and I'm gonna say this. We absolutely did. And a lot of people will say, you know, the slave masters prayed and, 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 and slavery ended. God came through. Slavery's gonna end one way or another. It was 400 years. You know what I'm saying? Like I believe slavery is going to end at one point or another. And why are the free will is real? The Holy Spirit is a gentleman. He don't force you to do nothing you don't want to do. But 400 years, we've been oppressed for over 400 years. Our culture, Black people. Why are we the targeted? Why are we the targeted uh, generation? You know what I'm saying? And then you think about it, and, and this it blows my mind because. Most of the images of Jesus is painted white. It's like, okay, we're going to paint the, 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 the most powerful being in the, in the galaxy, universe, white, to represent the oppressors who oppressed us for over 400 years. And that's why a lot of people don't go to white Jesus. And we're going to say we're going to represent a Jesus or a God that kept somebody in slavery for 400 years? He's sovereign. He could have got him out of that situation early if he wanted to. Tell me the point. What was the benefit of slavery for us? What what lesson did God want us to learn out of that? What lesson do we want us to learn now? All it's doing is imparting fear in us. People are scared to go out. Black people are scared to go outside their house now. I like to run at night. It's cooler at night in Texas. It's it's a 1,000 degrees during the day. I'm afraid to run at night. Oh, Lord, you're going to protect me. I don't know if that's true or not. And that's just how I feel, man. And it's like, at what point do we say, God, I know you here, but I at some point I gotta take I gotta take matters in my own hands.
0: Yeah, bro. And I feel you, bro. But I believe that there's more good than evil in this world. You know what the difference is? The media. They don't post. You ain't gonna ever see them post good. It's really, you watch the media and you already know the news. Just, just the weather's bad. Never mind everything else. But the good doesn't get. The good doesn't get. Viewed on TV It's only the bad thing That's just my take on it I believe that Like I really do But again We already know that the enemy Is the prince of the air Right So he's taking over the radio He's taking over social media And I love how you talked about Like yo Like you see You know You go on Facebook And you have two black dudes Fighting each other with a pipe (laughs) Like yo What's going on You got two pregnant women Pulling out their weed Fighting In the middle of a street For what But again Right So Now when this stuff Starts coming out now the other people are like, yo, these people are crazy. I don't want to deal with them. When you in the store, oh, man, I'm, I'm afraid I might say the wrong thing and may get punched in my mouth by this individual. That's the picture that's being painted because of the media. I'm a firm believer that I know there's more good going on in this world. And though it's happening in America, what, what, what about outside of America? <laughs> you feel me, bro? Like, what about outside of America? Forget about getting shot. This got people getting decapitated, bro, in front of their kids. Like, and I, and I, just, I just don't like looking at it from one point of view, just from America, because, you know, as much as evil out in this world, I believe that there's good. But you have to look at it like in a world collectively, man, like this stuff happens every day. It's sometimes much worse than every other individual doesn't make it right. And I feel you, Corey. I feel you, uh, Willie and, and my on this. But, you know, what I'm saying like you're right. Like it's only so much that you can pray. But the question is, after you've done praying, you have people who are in your community that are jealous, that don't even want to work together to help solve the problem. Sometimes I feel that we the problem.
1: It's funny, funny that you say that, because you know, with with topics like this, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. Like I'll I'll be the first one to be silent because normally I don't know what to say. Um, that's why I let those you know, topics like this. I let Bake handle because I know this is this is his lane. Like he loved this, and uh, you know, and it's funny that you just said that, Coach Will, because a couple months ago we had the opportunity of electing somebody in the family to become the first black sheriff. And you know, when it was time for him to run, you know, his own family was like, I mean, his own family was like, I ain't voting for him. All he do is suck up to the white people. I ain't voting for him. And what happened was he didn't win other guy won. So it's like you had an opportunity to, one, make history, had an opportunity to come together, but you chose not to do that because you didn't like the way he acted. So a lot of times we get it from both sides. We get it from our own people, and we get it from white people.
0: And that's and that's going back to what uh, the floor general said. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you want to change something, really, you're going to change it. And the very fact that you not you didn't vote, that's just and that's just one state. That's not every right. state. That's like that's like, like like I promise you, man. Like something like that, that's crazy, bro. And it's sad. And you wonder why things don't change.
3: Right. I sometimes you,
0: I, I'm just sorry. I feel that we the problem. And until we fix our own problems, ain't nothing gonna change.
3: No, I, I, and I, and I I'm in agreement. I I do believe that we contribute to uh, the systematic issue. But at the same time, if you look at it, most of the people that need to vote, half of them are convicted felons. They can't vote. We need the black vote. And if if, if majority of black votes or people are felons, they strip away their rights to be able to vote. What do we do? It's, it's so many different components, man, moving components to this thing, and we can point the finger here, there, and everywhere. At the, at the end of the day, it's like, Will this ever change before we leave this earth? That's my thing, because I got two daughters. I got to be around for it. Y'all got kids, y'all got to be around for it. If I get a call, oh, something happened to Willie, something happened to Martre. And I, and, I, and I know y'all and your character, I'm going to lose it. But it's going to be covered up because the good old boy system works, man. And it's like, I'm just, I'm tired of it. I, and there's been too many cases. Sean Bell, Trayvon Martin, Michael Brown. So many cases that we've seen displayed in media. And why do you think they display that? It's to impart fear. It's a subliminal message that they send. Keep acting stupid. We're going to take care of you. And we're going to get away with it.
1: No, that's a fact. Yeah, it's, 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 it's funny. A, it's what we'll, uh, go ahead, Right Now, you know, to teach my, because I got one girl, three boys. And, you know, to to explain to my kids that when you walk in the store, the reason you got to take your hood off as a black man. You know what I'm saying? The reason why when you walk in the classroom, take your hood off. Because if you don't, the minute they see you black with a hood on, you already labeled as a thug. Just because you have a hood on. Just because what happened to Avon. You know, that was one of the highlights of that of that case was my man had a hoodie on and he had a hood on and he couldn't tell who it was. What happened after that? Everybody that wore a hood after that, yo, what you doing in here? You're stealing it like, all that because I got a hood on. Well, I think that's, that's, that's one of the scary things for me is now how to teach my kids. Look, is it's, it's going to be people that's not going to like you because of your skin color. And it's going to be people
3: that don't like you because you got a hood on. And you see the conversations, uh, Quan, you got to have with your kids as opposed to our white counterparts and what they got to have, the conversations right. they have with their kids. They don't got to have the same talks. And It's mm-hmm. like that's that's sad, man. Yeah, It's it's so sad. I'm, I'm just – I'm personally fed up with it. I'm doing everything I can to be a servant. You know what I'm saying? I know y'all do everything you can to be a servant. Y'all put positive out in the atmosphere. But that still ain't good enough.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: It still ain't good yeah, enough.
4: Yeah, it's – it's, it's, man, look, when I was overseas over there in, in Germany, man, and this was like Montreux saying, we got to vote because I've, I've witnessed where I went overseas and their crime rate was in the negative. I'm like, how is their crime rate in the negative? And they were saying to the front, to where, you know how we go to clubs, you know, you put alcohol and weed and all that stuff together, you're going to get a fight. Like, they had it overseas where... If you got into a fight, like if me and Montrey was fighting and whoever threw the first punch and Montrey got hurt, I have to pay his doctor bills. So I'm like, well, dang, that make you not want to fight. Regardless of what's going on, because if I fight, there's a, like you said, I got to be held accountable to something that, I'm, I, that I, ain't, I don't want to do. Like forget going to jail. I'm not going to pay his medical bills. And he live off he live off me, so that's how they, they got their system set up to where if I was to fight Monterey and hurt him, not only do I got to pay his medical bills, I got to take care of him. Meaning his like pretty much he just hit the lotto. So they be over there like hit me, come on hit me, hit me, hit me. And I was just like what kind of system is this? But their system is is working because they got a thing where if a girl gets pregnant, they got a thing that's called kindergill where. She still keeps her job and they send her home with pay for five years. She get to stay home with the kid for five years and still get her still get her check and she still get to keep her job. So when she come back after the child is five years old, she still got her job. People will lose their mind with that system over here.
3: Yeah, I'm happy but, that's happening over there. Go ahead, Montreux.
2: Uh, here's great. the thing. Here's the thing, Willie, is when I said America is going to be America, what people have to understand is America invented racism. Thank you. Before America started, everything was separated by wealth. You had the elite class, you had your poverty class. America is the first place to put in laws the skin color of black and white. So when I your that. system is built off of racism, it's yep. very hard to get those people to change the narrative. And one of the the things that Black people have to do is stop being comfortable with what's happening. Because even in slavery, people were comfortable, and they said, at least we ain't dead. When people got free from slavery, they were comfortable with not voting. Then when they got the chance to vote, they were comfortable with what they had. And even me and Shaquan, um, growing up down south, I don't know about you, Corey, but we went to a school that was predominantly white. And the thing was, we were okay with some dudes calling us nigger. We fighting and still being on the same basketball team with each other. Because they were giving us something. One of the things that, somebody, that the dude said in the Malcolm X movie he was, they were happy that Jackie Robinson was going to the major leagues. And he said, what are we celebrating for that they gave one person an opportunity and that's supposed to wipe away every bad thing that they do? And Come one on, thing man. that black people do, we get way too comfortable because they give us a bone and we say everything is okay.
1: Look hey, at Colin. Uh, we
2: don't they, keep running they, that play. How many, other, how many other NFL players kneel with them? Be, why did they want to kneel? Because they didn't want to lose money. So we're comfortable because you're giving us money, so we're not going to kneel. And white people know this. They know if they hmm. give you a job, you're going to stop fighting and that's, that's why
3: so many people stay slaves, Mark because they said, if I stay a slave, I'm going to be taken care of. It may not be to the degree I want to, but I have a house to sleep in. I have food to eat. And so they were slaves. Some of them was free. and didn't even know they was free. You yep. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We have become complacent and we have become content. You know what I'm saying? And I think it takes people like us who are woke. Because we woke. We ain't sleep at all. We woke.
0: Mm-hmm. And
3: like you say, I'm pro-black. But that don't mean I'm anti-white. I love me more right. than I love them. You know what I'm saying? Because we have been fighting to get to this point for years. This country was built on our back, but it don't have our back.
1: Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's good. Hey, look, Corey, we're going to keep passing you and bake the ball. Y'all just keep shooting. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to
3: rebound. (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm, I'm saying, man, like, this country was founded on our back, but it don't have our back. And and, and I think once we understand, and we got to make that be known, like, we built this. You know how much black wealth it was prior to You know, uh, uh, Black Wall Street. We had everything going for us, man. And somebody got jealous. So it it never stopped. It Make America great. I don't think America ever was great. I don't think it was ever great. We're fighting this battle. We're going to continue to fight this battle. And I'm sorry. I I don't think nobody coming to save us. Point blank, period. I don't think nobody coming to save us. God ain't coming to save us. Jesus ain't coming to save us. I don't think no black leader coming to save us. Nobody's coming to save us. We're going to have to individually... Come together and do the best we can until we all depart up out of here. I don't think this is ever gonna be right, ever.
1: Say so it is every every time. Not when we get a black leader, but when we got when we get that one black person that you know even the white people love. Where's the first thing that happens? I mean, you look at Bill's look at Bill Cosby and brought him down. As soon as we get somebody up there that the white people and the black people love, get them right out of there.
4: Well, that's kind of what Montre said earlier. He said is is that that's what it's based upon. Like, America has been based upon that because, like I said, when I went out – man, look, y'all got to feel me. When I went overseas, man, like, I didn't get no hatred. I didn't get, you know, anything. It was just like they welcomed me over there to their to country. I'm just like, man, this is crazy. Like, you don't get that same kind of treatment, in, you know, in America. It, like, I didn't – man, you can – you can do whatever. Yes, they had certain kind of laws, but the fact was I was welcome. I felt accepted. And to know that in America, we fight every day to be accepted. That's the whole, that's the whole thing we try to fight to do every day. Like when you apply for a job, you want to feel accepted. When you apply for school, you gotta be accepted. When you know like you gotta be accepted everywhere you go. So it's just like, man, now even I wake up because of the color of my skin, I gotta be accepted.
3: No, you ain't got to be accepted. I think we want the validation approval from everybody. That's the problem. Everybody want to be accepted. And those that always want to be accepted by everybody, they ain't willing to fight and do the opposite. They don't want to go against the grain. I don't care. I've been a black sheep my whole life. I'll go against the grain. Because people already counted me out anyways. I should have been dead a long time ago. So for me to be here, I'm like, hell no. I'm not going to make it all the way here to just go with the flow of what y'all got going on. I know it's corrupt. I'm going to backtrack all the way back as far as I can to try to make a difference in this world. Like, I don't, that's the problem, Willie. We have this, we have this complex, man, where we want everybody to accept us and embrace us for who we are. You know, if you try to please everybody around you, you ain't gonna know who you are. hmm I've been there. And that's the problem. We, we wanna please everybody, but just know, doing the right thing, you are gonna piss some people off. And you gotta be willing to say, you know what? I'm gonna piss this, I'm gonna piss this demographic of people off because I need to make a change. Your people dying, Willie. Mine is dying. We dying on this call. On this podcast, man, it's like, we got to quit thinking about who's going to accept us and who's not. Everybody's not going to rock with you, and you got to be cool with that. Like I said, I got daughters, man. I got daughters I got to be here for. There is no reason why my daughter should be afraid when I leave the house and saying, oh, is daddy going to make it back home? They're not only scaring us as adults and grown men, this stuff is trickling down to our kids. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, come on, man. No, I'm done with the, I'm done with the marches. I'm done with the uh, Facebook posts. Oh, we're just gonna stand together. Y'all niggas don't want to come together. Let's keep it 100. Right. As long as you right. can get your own individual money, you That's can wear fact. the Louis Vuitton, the Gucci. You straight over where you at. You ain't trying to. You ain't. You don't want to come together for a greater cause, because end of, as an individual, you straight. But collectively, we're dying.
2: Mm. And I'll I'll add this, and this is a huge problem, is America is founded on Christianity. Now, I'm a follower of Jesus. I don't call myself a Christian because, like Corey said, they painted Jesus white. They changed changed a lot of stuff to fit white people. But here's the thing, right, is when it comes to Christianity, what's the one thing that you got to do? Forgive. And that's what they use. That's why they love when black people are Christians, because everything that they do to us, they say, oh, forgive me, but everything that we do, we're not forgiven for. And here's the thing. This is why they, I've seen white people, they despise Muslims. They despise other religions because other religions don't teach that like that. Yep. That's Christianity, and that's why our Christianity, black people are the downfall in Christianity because we just accept what's given it to us. And They say pray about it. They say forgive them. They say love them. And The more and more we continue to do that, the more and more those so-called Christians take advantage of us.
3: Man, I'm loving everything you're saying, my G. Why are you going to tell a slave to forgive their slave master?
2: No, I'm not exactly. forgiving
3: you, man. He took me to hell. He, he separated me from my kids. You talking about forgiving? We, I learned to be a, Black people learn to be deadbeat from slave masters. They we was introduced to deadbeat fathers they were sleeping with these slave, Black women, you know what I'm saying, Black and the they loved it. And they gonna, they, 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 they left these kids, that's where deadbeats come from. We've been taught all this, that's a learned behavior, but we just practicing what we know. I ain't forgiving them, man. You can't tell me to forget. Well, you won't make it into heaven. Guess what, man, me and God have a conversation. I'm not about to let nobody abuse me, beat my kids, Throw them off in the ocean and then you tell me, forgive them for what? For what? Everybody's kissing behind to go to heaven that they may not get to. Bump that. And I love Jesus just as much as the next person. Been walking with him since I was 18 years old. I'm 35, about to be 35, a long walk and following the walk. But I've been bullied by trying to follow every Christian principle, I've been taken advantage of. I'm trying to follow every Christian principle because Christians are saw it seen as cowards and pushovers.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: You can't say nothing. You gotta bow your head. You gotta do this and you gotta do that. And that's why we be getting punked. And that's why other religious target us the way that they do. I don't see nobody talking about Muslims like that, or A, B, A, B, C, and D. They come for Christians. Christians is on this on the chopping block all the time. We're the targeted religion. Because they be, we become marshmallow, the not even the puff, the cream that come in the jar. <laughs> hmm. Like no man, I'm over. I'm not forgiving them. And that's Lord. Hey, I understand what the Bible say, but man, no, they 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 did some damage to our people. Jim Crow is responsible for a lot of stuff that we doing today to one another. He been, he raped our minds so good that we still living out those things today.
4: Today, still Black can't still walk past. by each other. Can't even speak.
3: Head down because we He taught us how to be intimidated by one another. That don't make no sense. I can say hi to a white person quicker than I could my brother, because he's a now he's he's a threat to me. Oh man, I don't know what he gonna do. Come on, man. And this stuff they ain't nobody gonna say this. This is not popular. Oh, I can't believe you're saying that. I've been the black sheep. Yeah.
1: So. uh Real quick before uh, I draw up that play, uh, whoever going to leave with the legacy, gym. I just want to say um, to anybody that's listening, like if you ask, my, my oldest son is is eight, if, and he plays basketball and football, but if you ask him what he want to be when he grow up, he's going to say a police officer. If you ask him why, going will say because Uncle Baker is a police officer. So, like I said, with you know how many people have come up to me, you know, and was like, yo, you, uh, because they call him Stevens at the jail. So they was like, yo, you know who Stevens is? And I was like, yeah, it's my brother. He was like, I thought so, man. I just want to tell you, like, how your brother changed my life while I was locked up. He was a white people. We went to Applebee's for my son's birthday, and there was a white guy in there that was locked up. He gave my brother a gift card to pay for their food just because he impacted his life so hard while he was in jail you ask my other son that's five years old, the youngest one, say you want to be a firefighter. Why? Because Uncle Baker is a police officer. You want to be a first responder. But like I said, they have the ball in their hand, but they see somebody doing something in the community that's effective, and they want to be that. So for anybody that got kids, you know what I'm saying, the ball is fine. But I know you got lawyers. I know you got doctors in your family. Let them have a conversation with them, too. I don't don't care if you, because, you know, we look at, like, you know, the Grant Hills as not not niggas, you know what I'm saying? We look at them as Uncle Toms because they want to, you know, Kobe articulated himself well and got mocked for that by the black people. Bro, there's nothing wrong with articulating yourself the right way. I tell my brother all the time, in high school, he made smart
3: being cool because I was in there being a class clown. So if, if you, you got it, they, kids, they call it weird. <laughs> weird when you're smart. So they if, dudes, if like you got daughter, kids, like my
4: daughter, my daughter, fourteen, uh, my fourteen, she she been a nerd since she been three years old, and she just love information, and she been making straight A's, and she be like, everybody say I'm weird. I'm like, why? Because you smart, because you articulate and everything, because you you understand different stuff that they just don't understand. So and she's trying to, she had, you know, she's a teenager, she's she trying to fit in. And i know, like, no, you're not made to fit in. Like, if you ask her what she want to be at 14, she said, I want to I be a journalist. You ask my, you ask my seven-year-old what she want to do, she want to be, be an artist. She want to paint. You ask my five-year-old what she want to do, she want to play the piano. Like, we got to expose them to these things. Like, this stuff I wasn't exposed to. I ain't think about drawing. I ain't think right. about, you know, being a journalist. I'm like, okay, but she want to be a journalist because that's what her mom do. Her mom a journalist. She, she networking she's able to do that she's able to see those things and that helps her articulate a lot of things that a lot of kids just won't understand so and like he said y'all listening, man we got to expose our kids we have to cuz i got four girls i'm with Corey like look i ain't no killer but don't push me i am scrapped. i got a <laughs> i'm telling you i got
3: <laughs> i got things just like on. the sweetest joy
4: i i am certified like i got my license uh, you ain't uh, you ain't
3: uh, you not even safe with your license yo
0: that's fine just just know just know I'm about that life so are you saying that your gun has your logo and your bullet? hey y'all was just about to say- <laughs> hey, I was ready for hey. I
3: was waiting for somebody to say something I was about to I was
4: just know. about to say that <laughs> hey y'all y'all, y'all going to give me no too. ideas
3: me give me no ideas i, I get a custom bag <laughs> Hey, but listen, man, I want to say I, I apologize if I dominated, you know what I'm saying, this podcast. This is most definitely something I'm very passionate about, man. And, and um, you know, I've just seen too many things, even close to home. So, but if y'all, you know, like Willie said, if y'all listening, man, look, you got to do, you got to look out. If you don't get you, you won't be got. You know what I mean? And, and this is not the legacy, gym, but I'm just saying, like, you got to look out for you. You got to make sure you're carrying yourself the right way. And you got to do more than what's required. You just can't be black and be comfortable. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? You you can't be comfortable being black or a person, a, a Latino. You got to be on guard all the time. And it's sad. And I think that's where we at. And we're going to be this until the, until, you know, the, the, they say the earth, the sun is going to burn out at 5 billion years. We at 4.5 already. So we got to keep pushing until the lights go out. Hold one another accountable. And if you see somebody acting ignorant, you call them on it. I'd rather you call them on it and lose your friendship than the police call them on it and take their life. That boy, that boy's still shooting. We up 30. He, he's still
0: shooting. He's shooting from half court, ain't he? He's yeah, I think you and my train averaged it. about 75 points apiece. I don't know if that's <laughs> ever been done, but all tra- I think you and my training need to go Facebook Live and hit some smoke, man. I think that joint would be lit. loaded. Okay. hey man, yo. Um, and that's why you know what I'm saying, like, Corey, when you said that, man, I was just like, i was about to say shut up, man. For real. When you <laughs> talked about um dominating the call, bro, yeah. like this is this is like sometimes people just need to shut up and listen, bro. And that's the problem with a lot of people, man. They always want to talk, 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 talk. Listen do me. I said what I had to say. I, I I literally I I wasn't gonna say nothing, bro. I was just I was just like, dang, Trey, dang, Corey. That's what you guys are. Like, and I love it. You know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of people lack that, man. Like, you know, the our book of faith says man, it's it's more better to be be, be quick to listen and slow to speak. And too many people yeah. do the opposite, you know what I'm saying? But, yo, man, yeah, that legacy jam going to go to you and my tray, man. You know, you can do the alley you or, you know, whatever. But y'all two can uh, end that. There's only one ball.
3: one. Of- <laughs> nah, nah, I let my tray get it. I let him get it. You know what I'm saying? He got it.
2: All right, I'm, I'm going to leave you a little bit of time. You, you can take it after me, uh, right. Um, I just want to say, man, we just got to change what, normal, what the normal is. We got to change what the normal is. And I say that because I've sat in classrooms with somebody who has a rebel flag on. I've sat in classrooms with people. I've worked with people who have called somebody the N-word before. And the thing is, they don't hate me because of my skin color. They hate me because their ancestors hated me. And it's the normal thing to do in America. I, when not, white people are not around, we have a conversation as if we're friends and we're brothers. But the, the minute other people come around and influence them, that's when I go back to being a nigga again. Absolutely. And that's just the way America is. And I'm telling you, you have to start. We have to start teaching differently. White people, you have to start teaching your kids differently. Just because somebody looked different from them does not mean that they're bad. Black people, we have to start teaching differently. Don't just sit down and talk about sports. Don't just, you know, because moms that take their daughter somewhere to fight somebody. Fam, we got to start fighting for us. We got to start fighting for us. And at the end of the day, it starts with each other. So, again, elections coming up not too long from now. Get out there and vote.
3: And I'm going to say this. I I said in the school where a white boy said, what do white people and Nikes have in common? They make niggers run faster. Right? That was said to me. My thing is this. Your friend having one black – being white having one black friend doesn't qualify you and don't make you you, uh, understand the culture. Point blank, period. Oh, I understand. No, you don't. You don't get it. And I'm gonna say to my black and Latino people: don't allow the insecurities and the fear other people have regarding your skin color stop you from being phenomenal. You keep shooting for the stars, you keep being great. You may have to die doing it, but guess what? You're gonna leave something for somebody else. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna bust a trail while open because sacrifice is necessary for us to get to where we need to go. You know what I'm saying? And we've we've shed a lot of innocent blood. This America. It's, it's guilty for a lot of a lot of black and Latino innocent blood crying out from the graves. It's a sacrifice. But I'm going to say this. You hold one another accountable. Like I said a few minutes ago, I'd rather you hold your brother and your sister accountable and them get pissed off and stop rocking with you than the police address them and kill them. At least they got another chance after you check them to do something with their life. Once they encounter the law, that's it. So, man, let's continue to push. Let's continue to grind. Let's also come up with a plan to try to change the narrative and minimize the death rates of who we are as people. That's all I got to say.
0: Wow. Powerful, man. Um, to everybody that's listening to the podcast, we appreciate y'all. We love you. Um, shout out to um, Mrs. Sanders for, you know, uh, creating that legacy and creating yeah. history, praise history, God for that, um, you know, and to it's all, the all of you hey, let's go. And to all y'all that's listening, man, just know, man, like we, we are super authentic on this call, man. We're not going to hold anything back because a lot of people try to be perfect too much, man. You know, um, and this is what you see is what you get. Um, and I'm just thankful to be, you know, connected to savages. I really am, man. And I appreciate every single one of these guys who's on here. Um, so, guys, man, when you listen to this, man, take this, man, apply it, man. Remember, you know, if you want to see change, be the change. Um, but, again, we thank y'all. Don't live just to exist. Live to be remembered. Peace. Oh, Corey.
4: What's up?